Hello and welcome to the Fit Girl Club podcast. I'm your host and coach Helen and I'm here to help women lead a healthier and happier lifestyle. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Fit Girl Club podcast. Hope you all had an excellent week. Thanks for tuning in every week. I really appreciate the support and I hope that you are all getting some fantastic value out of this podcast and me just chatting about all the things that I love to talk about. Now, this week it's a hot topic with everything Christmas. So, Christmas is a few weeks away and I want to talk about the subject is effort, fill in the gaps, it's Christmas. Effort, it's Christmas. So without further ado, sit down, relax, grab a cuppa, enjoy this podcast or grab your earphones, go for a walk and get those steps in. So this is episode 18, Effort, it's Christmas. I'm trying not to swear on the podcast, but you know what the F stands for. Now, disclaimer, I do want to talk about all things Christmas, all the indulgences and everything that's going to go on for the next, it's near enough a month, guys. I'm recording this and it's going to go out on the 6th of December and we are celebrating Christmas, Christmas and New Year, all the way up till probably around the 3rd of January, which is that first Monday after New Year's in January. So... I want to put into a lot of perspective and like with everything I ever say it's up to you what you do not everything I say is gospel it's absolutely up to you if you choose to say effort it's Christmas for the next month but I want to be able to give you the tools and the knowledge to help you negotiate around the next month so that not only do you get to the 3rd of January and not be feeling bloatish, sluggish and be like, oh my God, all this regret of what you've done. But I want you to enjoy the festive period. I want you to enjoy all the yummy foods, all the festivities, all the socialization without the guilt, because that's the whole point of it. It's a great time of year. And unfortunately, last year, we didn't really have a proper Christmas. So everyone's going to be doubly celebrating. And so you should, you should be doubly celebrating. But that doesn't mean that from today until next month, you're going to have a competition every day on how many quality streets you can eat. Because that will just make you feel like rubbish and you'll go backwards. And there's ways to enjoy Christmas, still stick to your body composition goals, I'm going to say. I'm not going to say weight loss and still stick to things in moderation so that you don't end back a few squares because it is a month. If you started saying effort, it's Christmas from now for the next month, it's a month. So I'm going to talk through some of my tips and tricks for this and how to negotiate around it. Also, just FYI, I am sat in my car at the minute in Leeds and I'm near a road. So if there's any background noise, I do apologise. Hopefully it should be all right. But just thought I'd put that one out there in case halfway through the podcast I'm uh, having to stop because someone's beeping at me or something. I'm not driving. I'm just like my car in a car park. When you become an online PT, this is this is the dream. This is the advertiser is people um sitting on a bench, on a bench, on a beach. Uh whereas no, I'm sat on a grey, cloudy day in December in a car park. Still living my best life, girls, though. Still living my best life. I've also just realized when I say F it, it sounds like an E F, whereas it's a 
F for Foxtrot, <laughs> phonetically. Okay, let's crack on. So, when it comes to Christmas time and everything that's going on, you think about from now probably until January, like I said, 3rd of January. So, that's let's say it's four full weeks of festivities. And it's going to start with office socials, office Christmas parties, people bringing in um, tins of Quality Street, tins of Celebration. Why these are traditions anyway? We so just right, I need to say this. I won't say it a full tin of quality streets to myself in three days. I think that was epic. That was many years ago. Don't know if I could do it now, especially with the lactose intolerance. But everything's starting to like get all festive and you're gonna go to Christmas markets or go out for drinks with friends and socialise and things like that. So one of my key points with not throwing the towel in for the next month is really thinking about is it a heck yes? Is that mince pie, that Mr. Kipling's mince pie that your office bestie is handing around to you an F yes? Like, is it a really, I really, really want that? Yes, yes, yes. If not, say no. And they might be like, oh, you always say no to it. Stand by your guns. Don't give in to peer pressure. You're allowed to say yes to some things, but not absolutely everything. Believe me. Trust me. So make sure it's got to be 10 out of 10. I really want that. I'm going to have it. Really take the time to think about it as well, how much you want it and if you want it. And believe me, when you then have the stuff that you really want, it's going to taste even better because you've done it in a right way in moderation. And I'm not saying abstain from everything and say no to everything because that's, that's a bit miserable and you know, you're not really living your best life and enjoying Christmas. But don't say yes to everything. And it'll make the yeses then that's so much more better 100 percent. trust me on this one so that already takes away i'd say about 80 percent of things that are thrown in front of you have a good think about it do you want it is it nerf yes even on christmas day because we tend to overindulge on christmas day wake up in the morning opening up why is it always quality streets in my head after it, it's whatever they are the selection box is it an f yes do you need that okay if you don't really need it all as well, just give it away. If you get gifted loads of boxes of chocolates and things like that, you don't have to eat them. You don't feel obliged to eat them. Give them away to charity. Don't chuck them in the bin. Give them away to someone. Regift them. And that's honestly, that's not being like rude to whoever gifted them to you. But it's just saving you from those extra calories that you don't need. So when you're going out to social events, Christmas parties, things like that, where you'll probably be drinking, you'll be eating lots of food as well. You know, party buffets tend to be beige buffets. It's 2021, so we do tend to have a better catering facility. So, But it's going to be highly indulgent foods, lots of drinks and things going on. So my biggest tips whenever you're going to parties and socialising is to make sure you eat before you go. Now, I'm not saying have a three-course dinner before you go to a party because you still want to enjoy the food. But don't go to a party hungry. Don't starve yourself all day and say, oh, I'm saving the calories for tonight because it'll get to the evening, especially when you've had a couple of drinks and you'll eat everything and anything in sight. And it'll be all the beige food and then you'll be living with regret. So have some soup, some salad, some protein, some healthy fats. Have a nutrient dense meal an hour, a couple of hours before you go. So you're not absolutely ravenous. Trust me on this one it will pay dividends in the long run. Also, you're helping yourself line your stomach a bit. So when you are drinking 
alcohol, you, it's not going straight to your head and you're not making an absolute fool of yourself at the office Christmas party. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, owned the t-shirt. When I was office manager in Australia, I organised the office Christmas party, which was epic, by the way, girls. We went bowling, Australian bowls, outdoors, with a barbecue and beers, and then we went to a really fancy bar after and everything was paid for. It was ridiculous. But I got absolutely steaming. Plus, it was like 40 degrees. But, yeah, don't do that. Because I ain't eating. Definitely aren't eating. So don't do that. Don't make a fool of yourself. Because you'll only have regret the next day about all the food you ate and what things you did when you were drunk. Oh, we've all been that. Cringe. I've, I could tell you loads of stories. I could do a, just a podcast based on my <laughs> silly stories when I've been drinking. But that's for another day. So, yeah, when it comes to drinking as well, choose your poison. Now, you're going to enjoy Christmas. I'm not telling you not to drink. Just because I don't drink anymore doesn't mean that you shouldn't. I'm not against drinking. Go out, live your best life, have some fun. But just remember, sugary cocktails and things like that will have higher calorie amounts. Also remember, when you've been drinking the next day, your food choices tend to be a bit poorer because your willpower is diminished and you... you opt for those foods that are high calorie, higher sugar, higher fat. So when it comes to drinking, to reduce calorie intake, watch out for sugary cocktails. If you really want one, have one, then move on to wine and soda, lower calorie proseccos, clear spirits like tequila gins, things like that, with low calorie mixers, diet coke, diet tonic, soda, all the diet drinks, anything like that. So have a think about how you what you're going to drink. Then for the next day, and with everything that comes with everything that I'm saying in this podcast, have a plan of action in place. Buy a supermarket lower calorie pizza. There's great ones at Sainsbury's, by the way, stone baked, which are actually really nice for 400 calories. So you feel like you're still having that hangover treat, but you're not actually going out and opting for that greasy takeaway. So have something in ready for the next day when you know you're going to be hungover. Honestly, girls, if you plan a hangover or prepare for what's going to happen, number one, it takes away that cognitive function that you're going to have, which when you're hungover is useless anyway because you, you don't want to think and you can't think. And number two, you'll like celebrate a win because you've planned in advance. Then you can still track your calories the day after a party. Honestly, girls, win, win, win. And you can see where you're at and you're not throwing everything, throwing sheets to winners in. Oh, I'm hungover. I'm going to eat all the McDonald's. I went to a party last night and that's a weekend written off completely. So that's Christmas parties, Chris, party, parties, parties, Christmas events and things like that. Loads of things going like that, in going on like that in the run up to Christmas Day. Right. And then Christmas Day itself and Christmas dinner. So... Tip again, Christmas dinner before, have something to eat, have some breakfast, have some fruit and yogurt. I was talking to my dad about this last night and um, because we had our Christmas dinner last night because my mum and dad are away for Christmas this year. My dad does a really, really, really good Christmas dinner. He's a really good cook. He did far too much. It was ridiculous. But we didn't have dinner till 5pm. And I sometimes can go a long time without eating. I'm quite good at fasting, but I knew if I saved it till the evening, I'd be absolutely ravenous. I'd overeat. It usually gives me stomachache if I eat a lot in a small period of time, which, to be honest with you, it probably does that with everyone. 
So I thought, right, I best have something to eat at lunchtime. So I made sure I had proteins, um, veggies, some fruit, some healthy fats, just to satiate me enough to Christmas dinner was ready at the evening. But me and my dad, yeah, were discussing what we used to do on Christmas Day. And years ago, he said you used to have a fry up first thing in the morning, then you'd have your Christmas dinner at mid- midday, and then you'd have your like Christmas evening buffet oh, in the evening. Goodness, how we used to do it. But just because it's Christmas, maybe enjoy your fry up, but do can you do a healthier fry up? Can you you do, do some nice bacon, some eggs? It doesn't have to be all calorific stuff. You can you can opt and choose your meals which are high calorie. Also in another perspective, it is Christmas day. So if it's just going to be one day and you're pressing the effort button and you're just going all out, go for it. I tried to trap my Christmas dinner last night and I found it very, very difficult to do it. I broke everything down, but there was a lot more on my plate than I perceived. Um, God knows what you put in the stuffing. It's the best stuffing in the world, but there's sausage meat in there. There's, oh, there's all sorts in it. So I try to estimate because I'm tracking at the minute, but when it comes to actual Christmas day, and I'll be spending it with a friend this year. I'm going to go. Lauren's kindly invited me. So thank you, Lauren. I'll be spending it with her and her family. Um, but I won't be tracking Christmas Day. But there's things you can do because you know by the afternoon when you feel like rubbish and you're all bloated because you've overeaten. So do you, this is just a, this is just ideas for you. I'm not saying to do this. But if you don't want to feel bloated and sluggish, can you opt for a different bre- breakfast? Another thing, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, all these days that you're indulging, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, get out, get some movement in. I'm not saying to go work out. I'm not saying to go training. If you want to train, train. I know I'll be training all over Christmas, but I've not got much else to do. Um, And I'm making the most of that time to go get some more sessions in ready for my competition next year. But if you don't want to train, fine, and you want to spend time with your family, but make sure you're getting out and you're moving, go for walks, go for walks with the kids, take the dogs out, get some movement in, it's a great time to get loads of steps in, get some movement in, and then you can come back and enjoy the quality streets, don't just sit around all day because you will feel bloated, sluggish and minging, try and get some good sleep as well, um, in between, it's that crazy week in between Christmas Day and New Year's Day where you don't know what's going on and you don't know what day it is and are the shops open or not um, and you can wake up and just start eating rubbish so try and have, you know, a few good meals eat some nutrient-dense food it doesn't have to all be turkey curry and things like that get some nutrients in your fruit and yoghurt things like that, some protein and movement and that will help counteract any bloating as well because usually... By the time it comes to New Year and you're sick of absolutely everything and you're, right, New Year, New Me, and you want to start a diet and all this other stuff, nine times out of ten, you feel rubbish because you're so bloated. So if you drink plenty of water, flush out the alcohol, maybe have a couple of alcohol-free days, maybe not. I know for a fact I used to drink every day between Christmas and New Year. So I'm not telling you to do that necessarily. But you can you can manage in between times get some movement in, go out walking, and then you'll feel less bloated. And you'll feel a bit better in yourself. Because, yeah, everyone will probably all overindulge on Christmas. I highly doubt that many of you listening will be like, oh, no, I'm just going to have a salad Christmas day. But there's a moderation of doing it. It's like with that saying, you know, when people say, oh, why would you go to McDonald's and get a large meal and a Diet Coke? Well, 
that makes more sense to me because I'm using loads of calories on the higher calorie food. Why then have more calories with the sugar, with the drink when you don't necessarily need to? And I like Diet Coke. So it's like that analogy, but over Christmas and New Year, that period, you don't have to have the full fat Coke with your Big Mac meal. You can have a Diet Coke. So you can go out walking. You can replace a couple of meals for nutrient-dense food. You can have a few days without alcohol to reduce bloating and things like that so don't see it as you have to do certain things and if anyone around you friends or family are making you feel silly for saying no to chocolates or a drink or anything that's on them that's not on you that is them mirroring to you that they feel uncomfortable that you have the confidence to say no to something. Whenever someone questions you making good choices for yourself, they're about yourself, it's nothing to do with you. It's on them. So just remember that because I know that can be a bit frustrating this time of year because people do tend to um, use their their powers of persuasion. Oh, you've been boring tonight. Oh, you're not drinking this boring. That's on them. You don't, I'm a perfect example of you don't need to drink to have fun, but you don't also need to eat 10 slices of cake. You don't need to have that cake. It's them, if they're offering you cake and you say, no, thank you, they should respect your decision instead of being like, oh, why not? What's wrong with you? You should, that's on them, a million percent on them. So short and sweet one today, guys. Hope this has given you insight into... Christmas and celebrating and everything that's going to go on in the next month. I can't believe it's a month. Um, I hope you all thoroughly enjoy yourselves though, whatever you get up to. And just enjoy and be grateful for every moment we get with our friends, our family. Honestly, it's a great time now, especially after everything that's gone on for the past nearly two years, to stop and take a, a moment to be grateful for what we've got. So... Yeah, I'm grateful for you girls and have an excellent week and I'll be back next week. I hope you enjoyed the Fit Girl Club podcast. For more information on how Helen can help you, have a look at www.helensuttonpt.co.uk. Have a great day.